Welcome to the Ready to Go podcast. I'm your host, John Christensen, and again, I'm joined by Pastor Dave Gibson. This week, we're going to be talking about the essential elements of the gospel. Now, the gospel may be a familiar term to you. It may be a term that you grew up in church with. However, it's amazing how familiar terms are sometimes the hardest to define. And I have to wonder that if the average Christian was asked to spontaneously share the gospel, if they would be able to do it clearly and concisely. And this is a big deal. Paul said in Galatians 1, if anyone preaches a gospel different than what I have delivered to you, let him be accursed. And then he says it again. And so as Christians who have to give an account for every word that we say, it is so vital that we get this right. And so Dave, as one who's done decades of evangelism training, how do you teach the gospel? Well, John, great to be with you again today. Uh, I just love the gospel. Literally, the gospel means good news. And if you look at the heart and soul of the gospel, you can look at 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Paul says, I delivered to you as of first importance what I have received, that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, that he was buried, and that he was raised again on the third day according to the scriptures, that he appeared to Cephas, then to the twelve, then to over five hundred He says, I make known to you, brethren, the gospel, Paul said. It's a gospel that he said, I preach to you, which you received, in which also you stand. And it's by which also you are saved, if you hold fast to the word which I have preached to you, Paul said. The gospel uh, is the power of God unto salvation. Paul said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel. It's the power of God unto salvation to those who believe. I think there's a lot of confusion when you hear people present the gospel. You'll get a lot of different approaches. Uh, I like like to use the old Greg Steer. He talks about the Texas Longhorn uh, or Texas Steer. You have a point on one end and a point on the other, and there's a whole lot of bull in between. And uh, I've used the jigsaw puzzle approach to presenting the gospel. People throw a piece out here and a piece out there, and they hope that people can put it together in their minds. Uh, we found a, a method that's really a very, very powerful. It's a meta-narrative of the entire scriptures. It's a story of the whole Bible. And Jesus said, you search in the scriptures, you think in these, you find eternal life, but it's these that bear witness of me. So the gospel is really, from cover to cover, God's redemptive plan of salvation for those who believe. And our good friend Greg Steer has developed uh, an acronym that we found really, really helpful to some hooks that people can hang their hat on. It's not a formula, but it's a, it's a way of communicating the message. Methods can vary, but you've got to get the message right. And how do we share the gospel message in an effective, clear way that's understandable? And uh, we've used this acronym called GOSPEL, G-O-S-P-E-L, or life in six words, God, our sins, paying everyone life. It starts out with God. The gospel begins with God. And God created us to be with him, to have relationship with him. Uh, to, uh, all things were created by God and for God, Colossians 1, uh, 10. And then uh, in him all things were created and have their being. So God created us to be with him, but a problem happened. We see the fall of mankind that our sins have separated us from God. All of us have sinned, the scriptures say, and have fallen short of the glory of God. So God has created us to be with him but our sins have separated us from God, and that uh, our sins can't be removed by good works. 
People think that they hope their good deeds will outnumber their bad deeds and uh, that God is not at the top of a ladder saying, climb, 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 or our religious activities, going to church or trying to be a good person, uh, that uh, it's only by God's grace that we can be saved. And it's through faith. It's not of ourselves. It's a gift from God, the scriptures say. So God created us to be with him. Our sins separate us from him. Sins can't be removed by good works. All of our righteous deeds are like filthy rags before a holy God. It's like taking a bottle of water and you've got it all, it's, it's full of pure water and you put a drop of poison in that water. It would, nobody would ever drink that, that bottle of water. And we can have good things in our lives and a lot of uh, good stuff that's commendable, but uh, it still doesn't take care of the sin issue in our lives. There's not going to be a little corner of hell in heaven. Not one sin will get into heaven. So uh, sins can't be removed by good works. Well, what's the solution? God has given us a solution that God became a man 2,000 years ago in the person of Jesus Christ. The word became flesh, dwelt among us. We beheld his glory. Glory is the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. And he, he, the word became flesh, Jesus Christ, that paying the price for sin Jesus came, he died on a cross, he was buried, he rose again. And that's the next point, paying the price for sin, Jesus died and rose again. And that's what Paul talks about there in 1 Corinthians chapter 15. That uh, I deliver to you of first importance that Jesus died on the cross for our sins. According to the scriptures, he was buried and in three days he rose again, according to the scriptures, and he's alive today. So paying the price for sin, Jesus died and rose again. He ascended into heaven, sent his spirit into the world, and we can receive him, receive his Holy Spirit into our lives. And it comes through faith alone. And the next point is everyone who trusts in him alone will have eternal life. It's putting our faith and trust in Christ. It's not trying, it's trusting. It's putting our trust and confidence in Christ alone. Salvation is by grace alone through faith alone, in Christ alone. To all who received him, to those who believe in his name, he gives the power to become a child of God. If we confess with our mouths Jesus is the Lord, believe in our hearts God raised him from the dead, we'll be saved. Whoever calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved. So God created us to be with him. Our sins separate us from God. Sins can't be removed by good works. Paying the price for sin, Jesus died and rose again. And everyone who trusts in him and him alone will have eternal life. And then finally, we see at the end of the Bible, we see the grand finale of this meta-narrative of the gospel that uh, life with Jesus starts now and it lasts forever. This is eternal life that we can know him, the true and living God in Jesus Christ whom he has sent. That's the good news of the gospel. That's the gospel message that I'd encourage people to be very familiar with. And again, we say that uh, methods can vary, but uh, the message really should be consistent. You know, we, in teaching it, it's good to memorize that basic outline and the basic scriptures. So we go from memorization to where eventually you become very familiar with it. It becomes a presentation, but eventually it can turn into conversation. And we'd encourage you, you can, there's some great tools out there. Greg Steer has developed this Life in Six Words app. Maybe you'll speak to that, John. But uh, I want to encourage people to be fluent in their ability to communicate the gospel. 
And that really is the challenge this week. I, I love that, that Dave, the G-O-S-P-E-L. And we will have that posted on the show notes for you guys so you can see clearly that outline with the scriptures. And the challenge is to memorize it with scripture attached, that God created us to be with him for G and O as our sins separate us from God. S, sins can't be removed by good deeds. P, paying the price for sin, Jesus died and rose again. E, that everyone who trusts in Jesus alone can have eternal life. And then that L of life with Jesus starts now and lasts forever. And like Dave said, it goes from memorization to presentation to conversation. And when we get familiar enough with it, it's an easy, awesome acronym to be able to share uh, the good news of Jesus. And so that's the challenge this week is for you to memorize it and not just stay there. Again, we always want to be doers of the word and not merely just hearers of the word. So our challenge this week is actually that you ask a non-believer if you can share it with them. You can say something to the effect of, you know, I'm trying to learn how to share my faith and I'm doing a weekly challenge with other Christians and I'm supposed to share the central message of the Bible with someone this week. Would you mind if I shared it with you? And they might help you out and you can always follow up with, did that make sense to you or is there anything I can clarify? And who knows, God may open up a great door for you to be able to share the gospel. And so that's the challenge this week is to practice on a non-believer this week the gospel and get that memorized and committed to, to memory so you can use it whenever God brings that up. We do really encourage you as well to download the Life in Six Words app. It's a great app and tool that you can use with non-believers that Dare to Share created in order to walk people through the Life in Six Words, that um, that gospel acronym that, that we have been talking about. And so we really encourage that. And again, we'll have on the show notes uh, this acronym so you can see a visual of that. Next week, we'll be talking about what to say to someone who is disillusioned with organized religion. How can you take an antagonistic response and move it to a gospel conversation? And so we'll be back next week looking at that. But until then, keep sharing Jesus. Let's go. Let's go.